Hey, my friend, welcome back to the podcast. This is your host, Daryl Evans. If you're here today, I know one thing about you for sure. You must be interested in growing your business and generating more high quality leads and sales. It seems to be the biggest challenge that most entrepreneurs and business owners are facing today, especially after they've reached a few years of success or they are just getting started. There are so many places you can market today, but the issue is not how many channels or where your customer is or what tactic you're going to use. I promise you, if you listen through to today's part one and then our part two, I'm going to walk you through one of the most important factors to generating high quality leads on demand. I hope you enjoy it. And the topic of today's talk doesn't sound very cute, doesn't sound very sizzling, doesn't sound very enticing, but it is simply how to identify the number one problem that your customer wants to solve. The byproduct of this is you're going to be able to attract a lot more high quality leads to your business and help you make more sales unequivocally. Let me give you a little bit of backstory as we dive in. What we think about with human behavior and we're going to dive into today is when I hear a lot of people say they don't like sales, they're not comfortable selling. At the end of the day, we've been selling since we were kids, you know, from the time that we were three, four and five and we could recognize bubble gum at the grocery store or candy bars or ice cream, or we realized we wanted to play with that doll or that toy, or we wanted to ride that bike. We have been selling since we were kids. Parents said, no, you can't have that. You said, well, why not? (laughs) Well, that's what I want so much so that we would throw a fit. Fast forward into the days of entrepreneurship now, where when I hear people say they don't like selling, what I'm really hearing them say is they're not confident in understanding they've got a product or solution for their customer. I go back to the days in in the early 90s when I first started my professional selling career, and I have now been doing it now for 32 years. And the, the comment and statement that I'll start with is that I don't feel like I have sold anything in my life, although I have made multiple, multiple millions of dollars in sales of different products and services. Why do I say that? And I hope that the end result of our talk today will get you to understand that the reason I've never sold anything or the reason I say that I've never sold anything is that never once have I gotten someone, my customer or my client, to exchange dollars with me or my company or my product or service when they didn't want to. You see, you don't have to convince people to buy. People will buy what they want. And when what they want and you offer something they want and what they want will solve a problem, they will willingly give you the money. And the interesting part about it is your job is to figure out what is the problem that they want to solve and what is your product or service that will meet them at the solution point and they will happily give you the money. It's just not that hard. The key today is if we can identify that problem and There are more than one problem that you solve in your business, of course, but as we think about the lean growth method, we're trying to figure out who is this one buyer who has this one problem. So we're going to spend time today on step number two. As we dive into this, let's talk about some objectives. Let's talk about some some kind of key takeaways. 
the way I think about this, and this resonates with me on every campaign we're building at the agency, with every consulting, with every coaching, everywhere we start, we don't get into Facebook ads. We don't get into shooting videos. We don't get into writing copy or email or graphic design or building websites or designing logos before we do any of that tactical work, which if you've been with me anytime, you've heard me say, and I'll keep saying tactics before strategy is the noise before defeat. Tactics before strategy is the noise before defeat. That means that before we start executing marketing, before we start executing tactics, before we jump into the platforms and start doing all of the things, we have to understand our strategy. So a few things I want you to take away from today is number one, I want you to have a deeper sense of being able to really focus on meeting your customers or potential customers where they are. How can your product or service meet them where they are? Number two, if you do this right, you will have a competitive advantage. And I hope that's going to make sense before we finish today's workshop. What do I mean by that? A competitive advantage means they consider you, not your competitor. A competitive advantage means you don't really feel like you're selling when you're selling. A competitive advantage means you're actually going to make more money and sell your product or service and do the good that you had hoped to do when you started this endeavor in the first place. And ultimately, you're going to be able to provide a transformation in your customer's life. That's really what they want. People don't buy products or services just to buy products or services. They buy it for some sort of transformation in their life. It could be an emotional transformation, could be an external physical transformation, a feeling could be the transformation, it could be all sorts of things, but they're buying a transformation. And ultimately, you're going to be able to create messaging that cuts right through the noise of your competitors. You know, when I have figured this out with certain brands that we work with, certain customers over the years, when I have figured it out in my businesses, and right now we're going through this exercise right now in the agency. And again, this is being applied right now in my agency business because we are creating a brand new product and we are having to work through these questions day by day. We're having to figure it out. What does our customer really want and where will our product meet them where they are? Okay, let's go a little deeper. I wanna take a walk. I want us to metaphorically take a walk. I want you to go with me on this little pathway and if you've heard me do this example before, just bear with me, but we're going to take a walk down a very busy street. And during this walk on this very busy street, just think of any busy street, whether you live in a very busy city or if you live in a very remote area, going on vacation to Miami or Honolulu or to Las Vegas on the Strip or LA, right? Just imagine we're walking down this really busy street if you don't have such a street in your area. And I want you to just put yourself there right now. Put yourself there right now. You're walking down the street. People are bumping on your left, bumping on your right. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of hustle and bustle, a lot of commotion. People are going all over the place. And you're just walking, minding your own business on your way to where you're going. And to the right, down in the way, 20, 30, 40 yards or feet ahead of you, you hear this commotion that seems to be overriding the noise level at the street. And you see this guy. Now I just picked this guy, right? I don't know who this guy is. No one's being offended in this commentary, uh, but we found this guy, right? This guy is out here on the street and you see him holding up a sign and he's making all sorts of commotion about this idea that you can step right up 
and get $500 today, no strings attached, 100% for free. Now you're walking and you're just minding your own business, but now the commotion has your attention. You're watching people walk by, you're watching, you know, some people mosey over and maybe look, and now you're getting close to where you have to make a decision. And in the chat, what I want you to do is if you're with me on that street right now and you've seen this guy with these black glasses, his mouth wide open, hollering, needs a shave, <laughs> looking a little funny. He says the offer today is $500 free, no strings attached. In the chat really quick, you've now walked up to where you're being presented this invitation. Do you take the $500? People have hesitation about stepping up to take the $500. Now, there is no right or wrong. There's going to be a punchline to this about human behavior. When I've done this presentation on other occasions, the large majority of the audience in the room will say they won't step up because of a number of reasons. They don't know if this guy is crazy. There is no such thing as free money with no strings attached. I don't know if this guy is a rapist, a murderer. I don't know what it is. I'm not comfortable walking up to strangers on and on and on. You two, you guys are very uh, ambitious, so I appreciate that. Um, but when most people say that they wouldn't step up to this offer, and I'll be honest with you, I probably wouldn't step up to the offer. But again, that has to do with everybody's upbringing and background and, and context in that moment. But when I usually go to the next slide and say to those who didn't step up, because here's how it typically goes when I have an audience that says, no, I'm not exactly comfortable for whatever reason, then I'll bring up this slide and I'll say, hmm, let's just say though that now you've passed the point of that interaction and then for some reason you trip and fall and you injure yourself, your knee or your leg or your arm, and you can't get up. And I'm speaking usually to those who said no in the room. And then I say to this, that same person who you thought was sketchy, suspect, or you were nervous about interacting with, that same person drops the sign and says, can I help you get some help? They come over and offer first aid. And then the question is, would you take the first aid? And almost 100% of the room will say yes. The point I'm bringing up in this illustration is that a lot of times in our marketing and just in human behavior, and, and I, again, I'm going to go back on some work from Sigmund Freud, who had done some work back in uh, the 50s, I believe. And he started this theory called the pain pleasure principle. And essentially, without getting deep into the work, is that human behavior he had identified came down to those of us who do things out of the desire or need to avoid pain or to move towards pleasure. And so what's interesting about that is that while in most cases that can be true, now a lot of people have come along since then and disputed his work and things of that nature, but at the end of the day, a lot of us will agree that it's not a good idea if we touch a hot stove. The goal is to avoid pain. But the pleasure is we want to cook the food. So that means we put a pan on the flame to cook the food, right? So pain pleasure principle is not new. But in the example of walking down that street, the idea is those of us that feel uncomfortable in the same interaction with the $500, we are less likely to 
step into an uncertain situation, but we're more than likely when we're in a point of pain to maybe say yes to something we would have ordinarily said no to. This is going to come up as we talk about uh, lead generation in coming weeks. But the illustration was for those that typically would say no to the offer for the $500, if you injured yourself going back one screen, would you say yes to that same person who offered aid? And almost unequivocally, the answer is yes. So you two are very ambitious. So thank you for participating in that. Another way to think about this, and as we think about messaging and how we're going to get marketing that works and cuts through the noise and meets customers where they are and makes things easy for you to acquire customers or easier. The other principle that I used to teach on is this idea of painkillers versus vitamins. And the simple analogy here is simply that I use health as an example because we all know how fitness works and how health works, even at the macro level, whether we understand the human body and all the things and functions that we are miraculously gifted by God to have. But we all know that fitness in general, absent of any weird scenario going on in our bodies or DNA or our conditioning, is that if we want to be in good shape, we have to eat well and we have to get a little exercise. We have to sleep pretty good too, right? Minimize stress. These are some general rules in the world of health and wellness. And while vitamins, if you will, healthy nutritional things are all abundantly available, often people don't do those things until they are forced to take medicine to relieve a pain of an illness or a situation that has come up in their life due to them not going to do the thing that says, oh, let me prefer to stay in good shape or have good health, again, absent of any situation, but they won't miss and can't afford now to miss the painkiller medication because now the situation has gotten to the point where they need it. So when we're talking about painkiller and vitamin, pain and pleasure principles, the reason this matters is that the large majority of your prospects or prospective customers will, in fact, respond to a message that will help them avoid pain. You must understand that. The, the idea of a stranger, you and I, when we show up in their world to sell them an idea that will take them to the promised land, to the end of the rainbow, to this pleasurable place, and they don't know us, there is a small fraction of people who will go on the pleasure journey, but the vast majority will respond to avoid a pain. Okay, that was part one of our class. And what I'm going to do in the next episode is I'm going to go deeper. I'm going to take you deeper into one of the most important exercises in understanding your buyer, your consumer, your customer in such a way that I promise you will take your business to the next level. And I know that sounds like a big promise, but listen, after 25, 30 years now of growing my own businesses, as well as the last 12 years, helping hundreds of other companies grow their businesses, marketing online specifically, I can tell you that next episode is going to be worth its weight in gold. And it was from a class that we did inside of the Growth Driven Entrepreneur community. If you don't want to miss our next class, head over to growthdrivenentrepreneur.com. Come back for the next episode and I'll see you inside the community. Take care.